Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I'm here with my fellow podcasters. And today we are going to be doing a resort overview of Universal Orlando's Aventura Resort. I'm excited that we're going to talk about this resort. Several of us actually did a tour of this resort. Has anybody here stayed at this resort before? Me. Me. So both Sam and Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Jess. <laughs> Sup, guys. <laughs> So, this is the second episode we're recording tonight. So, if I call Jess Jeff again, you will know why. Uh, Stone so cold anyway, sober. For real. Yeah, I know. Us, I have my actually. big, my Yeti full of water. So, anyway, it's going to be a great show, I promise. Stay t- you got to stay listening. So, Jeff has anyway, stayed there twice, actually. J- Jeff has been there twice. And Sam, you've only One stayed there time, once. Yes. Okay, so I have toured this resort. There is one thing that always keeps me from booking this resort for myself, and we can talk about that later. Did you have a traumatic experience with fidget spinners as a child? I I did not. No, I did not. (laughs) So anyway, I bet I know um, why, John. I bet it's because there is no express pass included with your stay. That is 100% the reason why I have not booked this to stay myself, because depending when you're going, express pass is worth its weight in gold Mm -hmm. at Universal. 100% agree. So I will say that both times I've stayed here, it has been followed up by a express pass legacy hotel stay. Yes. Mm -hmm. So both times I've been here, it was, I think when we were there last June, it was two nights, and then then we did Royal Pacific. years ago it was one night and i so had you're moved. you're saying you did a, a split stay during that same trip or you had another yes. follow-on trip coming up no both times i say to aventura it was hotel one of a split stay okay mm-hmm. at universe and so everyone knows we're so. calling it aventura there's no d yeah no d. yes aventura it's not adventure it's not adventura it's aventura, aventura or aventura depending on the spanish word for spell adventure check will change it every time I sure will. Yes. Mine, Mine doesn't. My small check. Mine knows that I, I speak two languages. It's like, oh, okay, John. Mine doesn't. It's always like, anyway. Adventura. <laughs> Adventura. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not correcting it. <laughs> All right. So, Sean, will you give us a, an overview of the different um, levels of hotels at Universal? It's a little bit different than the deluxe, moderate, and value from Disney. Right. So, Universal Orlando Resort has four different categories for they're on property resorts. There are only eight of those. The first two are val- what are considered value resorts, and they are dockside uh, inn and suites and surfside inn and suites. I believe those inn and suites are the same, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. and those mm-hmm. yeah, and those are the ones that are on the other side of I four. Right. You have a little bit more of a distance to get into the parks compared to all these others, but in terms of price wise, they are some of the best value you're going to find at both Universal or the comparable options at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. They have, we're not going to get too much into it, but they've got some suites that price very, very well. So if you've got a bigger family, right. that's a decent option. Um, and, and they get you early entry too. So. Yes. Yep. They do get you that hour early and then at either of the parks, we have depending on the day. Prime value, 
which would be Cabana Bay and Aventura. Uh, those are... Which is what we're talking yep, about that's tonight. the resort we're talking about. And those are, again, closer to the parks. Um, still a little bit a little bit of a walk, maybe a 15-20 minute walk to get to the parks. And then um, there is Preferred, which is Sapphire Falls, and then our three premier level resorts, which would be Portofino Bay, the Hard Rock, and Royal Pacific, which also include what has already been mentioned, the universal, I'm sorry, the unlimited express pass for the length of your stay for every single person. Which is a huge bonus if you go up to that premier level, but there is a big jump in price to go from preferred or prime value up to premier. And I'll add the unlimited express pass can also be added on per day to any of these other options. But when you start to look at the breakdown in price, you're far better off in most cases to just upgrade your accommodations, get closer to the parks, and get that included for free. And if you have four people in your room, it's automatically going to be a, a more affordable to just do a uh, to do a premier hotel right. than or premier resort than adding it on separately. And it's worth it to do the math too, especially for a shorter trip too. Yep. Yeah, the math that's is, fair. Is, uh, and if sometimes you, it if comes you don't up. know what Unlimited Express Pass is, it is front-of-line access on 98% of the rides. True front-of-line access. You're skipping yeah. the standby queue. I mean, if you know Disney, it's Fast Pass amped up to 11. So I know we were seeing some crazy Express Pass prices in June, spring break, where they were reaching like $300 December, a day. December, yep. Per person. December. Yeah. Three hundred per ju- person per day. I just priced out November, and it was one hundred and seventeen per person That's per day bad. for unlimited too. That's so but if you think that, but if you think about that, if you're buying that separate, that's four hundred. I mean, it's almost five hundred dollars. It was five hundred, but per day when you when you yeah. combine that with a um, Surfside or Dockside, you're still coming in depending upon the number of people, less than your... Well, and their pricing is dynamic, so it will change in peak season, and it can also sell out. They sell it day of, but you might not get it um, if you wait until the day of. If you have a two-day ticket, and even if it's slow season, I really think you still need that express pass because basically you go from high season waiting 20 minutes in express pass line to literally five minutes walking on in a slow season. Mm -hmm. So... I like it. I'll never go back to no Express Pass, but yeah. Express is the best. But anyway, hands down. Back to so let's get back to this resort. So to give you guys an idea, so this resort does is not. This was a prime value, and the way I look at this is, I feel like, and tell me if you guys think I'm I'm ridiculous with this. I feel like the prime values are more comparable to moderates over at Disney. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I, I think so. Cabana Bay is. Um, in Cabana terms Bay of amenities, sure. in terms of amenities, amenities, I think so, yeah. Yes. Like they have nice pools and nice lounges. Cabana Bay is kind of pop century, but it's no. but it's a bigger, better feel, in my opinion. There's it has like a lazy river, a water slide, it's got the swizzle lounge. I think <laughs> it has bowling. It's it got has like a Starbucks. views of Volcano Bay. Yeah. Okay, but what about rooms? though the rooms they have like suites and they have i mean they really do i think i don't know that's i guess we could always debate that on another we show we should do it on oh, the, the cabana, cabana, bay. Oh, the cabana bay episode <laughs> yeah sorry well, we are tang- we're going off on tangent let's talk so, about aventura so it looks aventura, like a fidget so spinner it, it, from above if you were looking straight down it is shaped like a fidget a fidget spinner and it's only like three years old it opened about this time yeah. three years ago it's a very so new it is right. fairly new 
it has a nice pool for half of that you know a, a full year no one nice stayed pool. in it due to covid yeah and, and as far sure. as aesthetic when you drive up it is like a glass tower it is kind like, of pretty like three little wings yeah it's a pretty like, on the exterior it's a pretty it's hotel modern. it looks like something on the outside it's maybe like something you're pulling up to like at miami beach yes yes that's you know, a great way to describe it you know big tall glass tower like 20 30 stories big parking deck next to yeah, it and i will it's, say it's very clean it's very clean like, lines. You walk into the lobby and it's just like concrete floors and very light, lots of windows, airy. The lobby has a legit Starbucks in it. Mm-hmm. It, and it does. Has a lounge That's true too. It. And it has good. It has good food too. I like yeah. the. I got something really good stir fry from the. From the what do they call that? They call like it the food, food hall or whatever. Yeah, it is. it's like they say food hall, a more elevated is food that probably urban like pantry, food, a food court. Oh, maybe. That sounds about right. It might be. I'm not 100% on I'm gonna that. I'm going to go with yes. I, I'm, I'm going to go with <laughs> Urban Pantry. <laughs> I agree. Now, what I will say about that is, so we're talk- we're comparing this, if you compare it to moderates, I feel like the food here is way better than the value resorts, like the all-star resorts over at Disney. Oh, yeah. And if yeah, you're absolutely. comparing it to moderates, it has a really nice bar it has three bars it has a rooftop bar a poolside bar and a lobby bar plus a starbucks and the food hall that rooftop I mean, bar too is that's legit those are solid uh dining options when if you're comparing it to a moderate resort at disney it's gonna those are great options and it's probably gonna price a little bit better as well yeah oh yeah you, i mean there are days when you could get this resort for in the low hundreds like mm-hmm. yeah per night like it prices really really well and there's a little secret like location wise it's not located on the waterway where you can get the water taxi but you can cut right over it's connected like by a sidewalk mm-hmm. to sapphire, sapphire falls which has a, a water taxi, or you can walk over to the resort. Just, well, I mean, maybe over a, to the maybe parks. a twenty-minute walk if you're like uh, casually walking, give or take. Yeah, to the probably parks, mm-hmm. or to city the, walk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that's probably fair. I personally, I think it's a. I would just walk over to Sapphire and it should ride on the boat. You could on the boat <laughs> yeah, less true. than ten yeah. minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, walking Aventura is listed as like 25 to 30 minutes officially but you can also walk five to ten minutes at volcano bay you know because not everybody's gonna walk fast Mm -hmm. to be fair and it's it is in that cool little complex basically with sapphire and cabana bay and during normal times you can pool hop so you can easily get over to some of the the more themed more fun pools Mm-hmm. But I have no issue with their pool. I think it's nice. Yeah, I really. Just, I was nice, surprised basic with their outdoor pool, pool. Though I liked it's, it. It's it's pretty large. Mm-hmm. All things considered, this is this is a very nice mm-hmm. hotel. Shallow, but, yeah. It's a very nice hotel. If only it had that kicker. It truly is the express. Yep. Well, let's yeah, talk I about mean, rooms. Okay. Because I do. Well, I do. I, I I'm slightly right. biased about the room. So it does have 600 guest rooms. They do have some family suites and mostly standard rooms. Okay, and also the um, hallways all look the same. And I have gotten lost before I realized well, I that the that. carpet color-coded. was color coded. <laughs> I went oh, down the wrong hallway okay. multiple times. Yeah. The carpet in this room is hideous. Yeah. Like, or, or not in the rooms, in the hallways. In the hallways. Yeah. It's like neon colors. It's bizarre. But that's how you tell where you're going. All the hallways look the <laughs> same, so it's hard to tell which one you're supposed to go down. The rooms right. don't have carpet, though. Mm-mm. Right? Right. No, they're, they're, aren't um, they? The, no, they're the, um, like, laminate flooring. I think, yeah, it's I laminate. Think yeah. 
So I have a, um, what I will do is I have a, and I'll upload it to our um, uh, Escape a Travel Podcast Facebook community page and our regular page. I do have a walkthrough tour of this resort to give you an idea of what the rooms do look like when we're talking about them and what the vibe of the hotel is. But go ahead, continue on with the the hotel, the your, your thoughts on the rooms. Well, the, the rooms are cool. They do have the iPad where you can control the, the blinds and the temperature and I'm assuming the TV's. Kind of a slightly futuristic feel, I think is what they were going with. It's very um, minimalistic, at least too. <laughs> current future. Uh, yeah, mi- minimalistic, yeah, right. But I will say it's so I just got back, you know, from Hawaii and staying at like a luxury, like minimalist design hotel. Mm-hmm. And this does not have that same vibe. Okay. This has its clean lines, but it doesn't. The materials don't feel well, no, because it's nice, more of that a value sense. type resort. Yeah. So it's not going right, to have right. You know, top of the line sometimes right. the room layouts can be a little bit odd as well with the fidget spinner feel you can have like a, a wavy feel in the rooms which can give a little bit of extra privacy i know one of the rooms that we toured had a little kids area with an extra tv off to the back but i think that's also where the, the family where the bathroom was so it's just a different feel compared to some you know many other options it curved it curves around like you know so it's very narrow it almost feels like you could stretch your arms out and touch each wall and you probably could some (laughs) in some places so that i mean i think i think that's a real thing though for people who might get claustrophobic it's not set out in your traditional rectangle slash square room Mm -hmm. like the layouts are you know kind of oblong so that might be something that some people aren't keen on right that's totally fair but i will say this though like kirsten i had taken kirsten she was 13 at the time and to her that resort was something that she was like this is a really cool resort because it's you know she liked the pool she liked the little robot that was you know going around (laughs) they have a robot that you know travels around brings you your um, shampoo yeah and then um you know the rooms were very tech savvy i guess you could say which she thought was super cool because she's like i mean she's not a bougie kid at all but she's like i really like this resort like she actually liked it over royal pacific so it's nice to turn off all your lights from the ipad when you're in bed and you don't want to get out it's very nice (laughs) (laughs) i like that yeah i just like i do like how clean it feels how like sleek like clean even in cleanliness like there's it's a it's very, very clean resort yeah. you walk in and they've done a really good job maintaining it keeping it clean and fresh and i mean it is really new too so if you like you know it's definitely not run down or right. in need it doesn't of have any sort of worn look to it no no nope, not at all but unlike yeah. some of the other universal hotels there isn't much of a theme like all the other ones have like a very clear, concise theme, mm-hmm. and this one's kind of themeless. So when we toured this resort, I don't know. As somebody who's on that millennium bubble, like I'm like the oldest millennial you can be, <laughs> I almost felt like they were trying to pander to me or like people a little bit younger than me. Like a boomer designed a hotel for millennial. millennials. For what they think a millennial is. <laughs> right. For what they think a millennial Let's make it shaped like a fidget spinner. And like they nailed some things. Like their research was right. The three bars, perfect. That rooftop bar is one of my favorite secret hidden gems at Universal. Mm-hmm. Clean lines, perfect in, in, in the rooms. But like it teeters on feeling like the aesthetic in the rooms teeters on feeling cheap. 
it almost is like institutional too like you know that's probably that's yeah, yeah. it's not it's definitely not warm no yes, when no, you say it's, it's cool one resort. of right it's one of your favorite that's probably the best way to put it hidden secrets is it a hidden secret that you would actually go to that bar if you were not staying on property? So is it that cool? I think because it was one of the it was basically the first bar we went to post COVID, mm-hmm. and it was all open air, and it was a warm summer night with a really nice breeze. I would go back. I would go back there in a heartbeat. Like the drinks were great. The service they weren't was overpriced. Yeah. The service was awesome. You could easily get a seat. It wasn't overcrowded. You can have children up there. Yes, but it's op- it's open air, so the walls only come up like four feet, and then everything else is just free flowing air. So it felt very safe. It'll always be nostalgic because it was like the first time like going out mm-hmm. after COVID started. So yeah. I mean, would I skip City Walk to go there? No. But if I were in that area and I wanted a good late night drink, I would go up there. You hop over from Sapphire Falls. Well, Sapphire I Falls would, has no, their has really a great cool bar. Rum. Yeah, I would go to the rum bar. If I was at Cabana Bay, I would go over there. Okay, that's what I'm Got saying. It. Like, if I would hit anything over at Sapphire before I hit stuff at Aventura. Yeah. As far as like dining, mm-hmm. I don't know. That bar yeah. was pretty sweet. I would probably go back to that bar even if I wasn't staying there. Yeah, if I had, fair. if I had, if I was there for like more than three days, which we're usually only there for three days. So, right, they have good bartenders there. They have they've staffed that resort very well with good people, which you don't get at every right. resort, um, other places. So, so also something important to me- to mention: the deluxe rooms are actually not bad in size. They're like three hundred and eighty five square feet. A standard room is three fourteen, which is probably that's exactly the size of moderate. Caribbean Beach over at Disney yep. World, the moderate resort. Now they do have these really odd king standard rooms that are two hundred and fifty eight square feet. They just like I don't know how they're that size, and <laughs> I don't know. I'd be interested to see how these rooms are all like sandwiched together, you know, by looking above like a floor plan. I should have taken a picture. I do think that because of the odd layout, there's a lot of wasted space. Like there's a like a really long hallway instead of just having like a straight hallway that connects the bathroom with the sleeping area. It's like a weird oblong curvy hallway that yeah. you can't really do anything but keep your suitcase but it's so narrow that you don't really want to keep your suitcase there. Like I, I don't really know what to do yeah. with it. Yeah. So I yeah, feel space like space wise is just it's awkward at times. Right. And the beds feel like extra close together because the sleeping area is a little bit smaller, but they did that to try to make the bathrooms more spacious. And the bathrooms are space. really nice. Mm-hmm. They did a great job yeah. with the bathrooms. I have no complaints. And the beds I thought were comfortable and yeah, you know, they were comfortable. Pil- the the pillows were on par, so Pillow, That's good. Mattresses pillow and menu. pillows are <laughs> pillow menu. Well, so so really quick, I want to throw in some uh, amenities available on this at this resort. It's something to think about. Um, they do have car rental available on site, which may not seem like a big deal, but think about Disney resorts. None of them have them on site. Grand Floridian is close to a car rental place, but that's intentional at Disney for mm-hmm. sure. They do have uh, a golf universal program to go golfing offsite as well with complimentary transportation. You have resort style pool, which we talked about that already. Complimentary access to their fitness center with state of the art techno gym equipment. I don't know what that means. They have a virtual reality game area. Did you guys ever do that? No, they have a nice. And gift then they shop, do. Though. 
There you go. <laughs> and then they do have a Thanks, universal. Sam. <laughs> I had to throw something in there. <laughs> I know. I, they do have the vacation planning center, which I actually like that, or to be able to go and pick up your yeah. tickets. That's a big deal. Yep. Do all that stuff at that desk. Uh, additionally, we did talk about how it does have the early hour uh, or, you know, the early uh, park admission in the mornings, uh, complimentary shuttle buses to City Walk. And all the parks, and they do the. Um, are they doing uh, merchandise delivery to your room right now? No, I don't think I don't so. Think I don't think they've started that back up yet. No. Okay, good to know. Last so basically, we there, all of the. They were not. Yeah. So I look at this and I compare. I think in my mind, this is priced at sometimes half the price of Cari- Car- Caribbean Beach, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. With that in your mind, how do you think it compares? It's y- Usually comes in less than pop too. So I think this hotel is, aside from maybe like some of the aspects of the rooms, the funky. If you take the funkiness outside, uh, you know, away, and if you're okay with no theming, I think this is a good value. Agreed. I, yeah, I, th- I think like a really good value. I think they could easily charge more than what they do for the room, and people would still pay it. So yeah, but I'm glad I think they if you're don't doing, because I it's nice to have a nice a nice resort you can actually go to that doesn't cost you an arm and a leg, which is hard to find. (laughs) A split stay between Universal and Walt Disney World, and you're considering between Pop Century or that low-level moderate resort, this is a solid option if you're okay staying at Universal property and Mm -hmm. and having that commute over multiple days if you're, you know, doing, you know, all four parks at Disney. Well, this is also a good. I think we're kind of segueing into who this is good for. This is yeah, also we can talk about that. good to the for those people who want to go to the parks from seven a.m., eight a.m. until eight o'clock at night. Like if you're gonna or go later. hard in the paint all day long, yeah, this is this is a great option for you because it's a nice, relaxing place to come back to at night. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I, agree with I would probably also say now. And the reason they designed this for millennials is they're, this hotel is obviously not designed specifically for kids. Right. Like, it's just not. Like, there's no theming. There's no characters. It's very grown up. It has that the only way I can almost convention it. feel without being a convention resort. Like, it has that, like, yeah. you're coming in as a, a single adult or two adults for a few nights type of feel will a kid hate this resort no Mm-mm. like it'll be if there's a nice pool and it's like but if i think it's for a fan if you're gonna do a family here it's gonna be the people who are at the parks all day but that being said it's literally the exact same price as cabana bay so if, but, if yeah. for families i would send them over Absolutely. there i was gonna say the same thing if you have kids six to twelve cabana is your choice between the two i agree i agree agree with that now that also being said i would not put people here for a honeymoon either Oh, so no. when we're talking about like couples, we're talking about those people in their, you know, young younger couples without kids, maybe who just want to really or just on a regular vacation, even like like not not a special occasion. Yeah, There's no, nothing that... special occasion about this spot is what you're saying. Well, right, not in that's so many fair. words, but <laughs> I mean, well, you said no, you wouldn't I, send, but I wasn't. You wouldn't send a honeymooner here. Like obviously, this isn't a a honeymoon spot. No, but I think like, it's good for a younger couple without kids. I think this is a great yeah, option for them. I would potentially consider sending mid to late 20s couple here instead of Cabana Bay. Yeah. And that is who they're going for here. Yeah. 
100% this resort was designed for singles and people without kids, like young adults. That's what this is, like 100% it's got the bars. travel agents. It's, like, priced, it's a good travel agent hotel. It's priced well. <laughs> for, for a quick night, yeah. yeah. It's also good it for like pricked. girl trips, a bunch of dudes going on a trip together. Yeah. Well, if you get us one of those suites mm-hmm. too, like the the kids suites, that could work out yeah. as well. Yeah, I like, and I I really like the proximity to to the parks. I love the proximity to Volcano Bay, Sapphire Falls, does any, Volcano does Bay. Does anybody remember if the rooms were connecting or not? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't have don't anything listed about it. I don't think they were either, which is for me is always a downside because if, first of all, if I'm going to stay at this, it's going to be with friends or coworkers or whatever yeah. and it's nice to have that connecting room keep that door open it makes those rooms feel bigger yeah but i don't remember having a connecting door in these rooms i'm actually looking right now at a map of one of the rooms and it does show a connecting oh, door interesting behind that, that entry that's door a bonus that in. helps a lot mm-hmm. make the rooms feel bigger yeah for sure like i said this is not my first choice to put people here but like for example my sister is in her now early 30s when she went she was in her late 20s and i sent her and her like best friend down here they wanted to do harry potter for the weekend and this was the perfect place for them they were on a budget but they wanted to go and do the harry potter stuff and they're really excited about it but they wanted a place that was on site got them the extra hour early and it worked out really really Mm -hmm. well yeah it's great for those quick trips too like you said right this is yeah and this resort's off it's oftentimes available Mm mm-hmm Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last question, and then we can go ahead and wrap up the show. Does this resort have a certain X factor? Not who's well, it for? It definitely does. Thing- it's definitely not triple X, but um, not a triple X factor. <laughs> I I really do think the where they went with the technology is a cool X factor. I really think yeah. the way they outfitted the rooms, the smart everything, the smart pads, you know, the the little tablets that control everything, mm-hmm. the robot that delivers your, you know, he's. He doesn't have COVID when he's coming to your door with your shampoo. <laughs> like, he's safe, you yeah. know? And that he's is funny. Cute. Um, and he's cute. He's funny. He's a little scary. I don't yeah. trust robots as a general rule, but... Good on um, you. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. But if I were going to trust yeah. a robot, I think... It, I, now I have to look up his name because he has a name, and I feel yeah. like I'm doing him a disservice, but... I think... All right, anybody else with an X yeah, Factor? Yeah, the X Factor for me is definitely the price... The price point and the fact that you're getting into a, a hotel that is three years old. I agree. Sam, what's your X factor for this hotel? Uh, Starbucks. <laughs> there you go. That's a big deal. If there's not good coffee, uh, mark me down. I'm not staying there. But they have great coffee. And then um, I just like all the amenities there. I think it's better than a lot of the other resorts. Like I, I really like the pool there. I don't know why. It's something about that pool. I think it's good. <laughs> And then it's a grown up pool. It is. Pool. It's, it's a grown nice, up pool, yeah. and there's not a lot of people in it usually. And then um, that the bar on what's it called? Rooftop 17 or something? I can't even think of the name of it. Bar 17. Bar 17. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. Bar 17. Bar 17 Bistro. Yeah, which is strange because I don't remember them having food there. Maybe they've added it, know. or maybe they didn't have it during COVID, at peak COVID time when they first reopened. So, Sam, you like the yours was uh, the pool and the Starbucks yeah. and the and rooftop bar. All right. All right. So mine is going to be kind of split between two since y'all sometimes pick two. Um, I was going to say one, the location. I I actually prefer this location over Cabana Bay because you can get to a water taxi instantaneously. 
like not instant. You walk to yeah. from one lobby to you the have next. To cross a road, uh, right? And then, but I mean, the, uh, the second you do cross the road at Cabana Bay to get to yeah. the water taxi. True. <laughs> what? I mean, I cross the road to get to the water taxi. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I would say is, I really like the fact that I like the dining and bar options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a big X factor. Like, it's original food at that food hall, like not your typical food court food, Starbucks, and then the bars. I think that's great. I think that's a big selling point. You combine that, all those things with the price. To win-win. Yeah, for the right client, for the right length of stay, mm-hmm. get on board. Okay, everybody who has reviewed it has just been calling it the robot, and I'm really upset about this because <laughs> he has a name. <laughs> I'm going to have to bust out my... um training information because i think it's in there i have it downstairs so i'll put it on the community now page i feel like i'm going to write a review of aventura just so i can use the robot's name because <laughs> this is unacceptable you're crazy <laughs> yeah it sounds very just like <laughs> i know right on that note I'm, we'll, we'll uh post what the name is uh on our community group page i'll also upload our tour of aventura up there as well again i'd like to thank the podcasters for joining us tonight in addition i would like to thank the listeners for taking the time out of their day to spend the last half hour with us if you enjoyed the show please make sure to like and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app it'll really help other people find us and lastly if you'd like to join the conversation you can do so by doing a search for escape a travel podcast on facebook again thank you so much for listening and have a great night bye-bye